Hey love, welcome to Her Promise Circle podcast, a safe space to come as you are to receive the word you need to help you continue on your journey to healing, growth, and walking confidently into God's purpose for your life. It's full of all the things that you'll need to live boldly as the woman God created you to be. I'm your host and founder of Her Promise Circle, Mikkel. Get connected, let us support you where you are right now and where you're going. Welcome to episode 26 of the Her Promise Circle podcast, guys. OMG, episode 26. That means 26 weeks ago, I finally was like, all right, Lord, I'll do it. When it comes to putting myself out there and talking about Her Promise Circle and talking about this vision that he gave me, it was hard because it's a huge vision to help women, to achieve goals, to create resources, to create pathways for them to achieve their goals, to create education for them, to create coaching for them. Like, this is a huge goal to have women come together and not feel alone and be encouraged and celebrated as themselves. Lord, this is a huge goal. He's like, well, you're asking me to bring you, Mick, people to help through me and no one knows about it. So I need you to put her promise circle out there in a bigger light. And so I talk about it. I talk about my life. I talk about what God shows me. And I pray that you're encouraged through my journey as well, motivated, inspired, whatever the case may be. I would love to hear from you if you listen. I want to thank you guys for supporting me on 26 episodes. It's kind of crazy. So in honor of me yielding to the Lord, I wanted to talk about Gideon and his story because I'm feeling very much Gideon lately. So this episode is for people who God has given a vision to that seems bigger than them, who God has called you to something and you're like, how am I going to make this happen? Listen, trust me, I understand. But Gideon came before us and just like anyone God commissioned, Gideon was like, yeah, it's not me. I'm unqualified. I can't do this. I don't know why you're calling me. He said, I am the least. Me and my family are the least of men. And God was like, you mighty man of valor, you are brave. And I thought it was so beautiful how God spoke to who Gideon would be in his own eyes instead of where Gideon was at the time. And in becoming the woman or the man, that can sustain the thing God has called you to is the real work. And we often think the work is in making the physical look like it's going to happen. When really the work is internal. The work is in becoming the person who can sustain the thing God has called you to. Because God doesn't call you to temporary blessings. He's not going to give you insta-fame. He's going to give you real-life sustainable fruit. Fruit for you and fruit for others. Just like he told Abraham, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. And so because of that, we must be prepared to be cut and pruned and to wean off the things that are not of God. Because after God commissioned Gideon, he had questions. He asked for signs, child, twice in a row. It's okay to ask God for signs. It's okay to ask for confirmation. He does not mind. But once Gideon got that, he kind of believed. And I say kind of because then he started tearing down the altar of Baal, right? That's not of God. He started tearing down the things in his life 
that did not reflect who God has called him to be. And how many of us have not done this yet, have yet to do this, or are doing this now? God is refining your character. You're going to be a leader. You're going to be elevated. You're going to be something that he's called you to be that you couldn't have seen for yourself because his thoughts are higher than ours. His ways are higher than our ways. And so because of that, the beauty of God is he speaks to the end. But we're so focused on what has happened and what looks like right now that we can't understand the concept of the unseen. He says faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. What do you need faith for if it's not unseen? And so God takes you on a journey, building your faith, strengthening your character, getting you ready to be who he's called you to be. And so I need you to realize the beauty in the process is because it's going to be sustainable. God is elevating you to be a leader. You have to come down to be elevated. And so he humbles you. He shows you all the things you need to work on. I was not very nice in my 20s. I will say that. I was hurt. I was bitter. There was a lot of things that I hadn't healed from and didn't even know I needed to heal from because I told myself I was fine for so long. And so I was bitter. I was mean. It made me mean and miserable. And I attracted people around me, friends who I don't talk to anymore, who were the same way. A lot of us have friendships that we try to stay faithful to because of time. Sis, just because you've been friends with them for a long time does not mean they are meant to be in your life in this season. You outgrow everyone at a point until God puts someone who is for life in your life. And you will know them by their fruit. You will know them by their love for God. You will know them by their alignment to where you're going. And so Gideon got to a point where he kind of believed God. He kind of believed God. And so he rallied 32,000 men and they were ready to go to battle, ready to go to war, child. So how many times do we get excited and we go starting to go in our own works and it looks like it's going to happen now because we've gathered all these connections, Lord. We've gathered all this funding. We've gathered all this. Now let's go. And what does God tell Gideon? Yeah, we're going to wean these people down to 300 because I want the glory out of this. I want people to know that I brought you through this. I want people to know that I'm the reason the victory happened. I want people to know and see me through you, through your life. And I'm going to use you because it's not going to make people feel bad. It's going to show people my love for you. The fact that I chose you. The fact that you believed in me and I didn't let you down. And it's going to encourage someone else to go forth and do what I've called them to do. And so you gather all these things. You got all these things. It looks good. And now God's depleting it. And you're like, oh, most of us would think the enemy would do that, right? But no. Sometimes God puts you in a position so that your faith can be strengthened because he will move according to the measure of your faith. So this time, when you hear what I've called you to be or what you will become, you're going to receive it with faith. So you you will hear throughout your life who God has called you to be. I know I was prophesied over as a child, the same things I'm hearing. And it's like, you'll hear it, hear it, hear it. But until it's mixed with faith, it's in Hebrews 11 and 6. Hearing it mixed with faith is how you receive a word. We hear a word, but we don't receive a word. And Gideon started to receive the word whenever God had led him on the journey through strengthening his faith. So now he didn't just hear the word. He received the word in his spirit. And so he listened. He obeyed God. 
because now he trusted him. He had faith in him. Faith of a mustard seed even child. And so because of that, God used those 300 men to bring victory. It may look small, babe. It may look like it's not going to happen. But this is where God does his best work. In the small, in the still, in the wait. He uses the foolish to confound the wise. God loves to show up at the midnight hour with not enough, seemingly. Because it's all unseen. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and evidence of things unseen. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, nor has it entered the heart of man what God will do. For those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. It's unseen and you're focusing on everything that you see and you're basing your mood on everything that you see and you're complaining based on what you see. The promise is in the unseen. God wants to work on your faith. But it's not just about you believing in God. It's about you believing loves you. You know, I never really understand the verse that says perfect love casts out fear until you realize and have a revelation of how much God loves you. You always have some fear and doubt. You always have imposter syndrome. Because that love, the amount of love that he has for you, the amount of love he has for us, we should know that he won't leave us hanging. We should know that he will be faithful to us because of the love that he has for us. And so, sis, you want to help the world. You want to change the world. You want to make an impact. But your heart has to be right. You want to get married, you want to have a new car and all that things, whatever. But what really matters is your character, your integrity, who you are, who God made you to be, how you're showing him. There's a lot of healing that needs to be done in us. A lot of strongholds that have to be broken down. Like Gideon broke down everything in his life that did not look like who God called him to be. And until you receive that word in faith, you can't start. Because you don't identify with what God said. You identify with what they said about you or what you have said about you in your past because of what you've been through. And so comes the process. The more you trust God, the more you trust his guidance, the more you begin to obey him, the more you recognize his voice and trust his leading. The more discerning you become, the more people that fall off. Because as you grow and elevate, Not everybody can go with you and you're trying to take things with you that are not in the plan. It's not in the plan. But if you understood God's love for you, you would understand that his plan is perfect and that everything does work out for your good. And so I've been feeling Gideon because I asked for signs. We asked, we have doubts and fears and, and Lord, it don't look like what it's supposed to. But God literally told Gideon to cut things back to cut out of his life everything that didn't match the identity. He told him that he was a mighty man of valor when he didn't believe it. And he used that 300 men to bring victory. And the Bible says that after they found the victory, that they lived in peace and restoration. I hear from a lot of my girls that God's telling me to rest. God's telling me to wait. What does that mean? You rest in your faith. You rest in the fact that you're expectant and hopeful that God is going to do a thing and you expect him every day in everything. This time, receive what God has said about you in faith. Do your part and partner with him and prune out the things, the people, the places, the things, the habits, the sins that don't match. Because we stay stagnant because we are the same person. We are to continue to change and move. You still a liar. 
He's still manipulative. You still don't forgive people. You still lash out when people make you angry. You still don't hold back your mouth. You're still not a good listener. Work on yourself. Because as you become that person, there's what's in the way. When Gideon became the mighty man of valor, he saw victory. There's nothing in your way when you become who God says you are. So you have the word to show you, to guide you to who who he's called you to be. And you have the words he's spoken to you. And you trust in them and you believe in them in faith and you receive them. And you make that your foundation. God delights in small beginnings. That's in the Bible as well. So the weaker you feel, the lesser you feel, the more God can do. We don't bring much to the table. God is the one doing the work. But we are steady trying to fight and battle, pick up extra shifts, find more money, worry because we think that's going to help us. We're trying to make everything in the physical look like what God has said instead of letting him do that. So you're overworked, you're tired, you're miserable, and your faith and hope is deferred. Your heart is sick because you're looking for it. But God said, relax. God said, rest. Let me do it. Let me do my part. And so when you partner with God and start taking down everything in your life that doesn't look like him, and you start becoming who he said you were in the beginning of time, those doors open more and more and more and more because now there's nothing blocking you. And so I think Gideon is such a beautiful story because it shows us that through doubt and fear, God can still move and do his thing. But he is pruning you and making you. And at the end, you can look back and see the difference between you now and you then. And so anyone who is feeling down on themselves or doubtful in the situation around them, you want to get married, you want to start a business, you have a vision for where your life is supposed to be, and you feel like you're so far away from that thing that you don't know what you're going to do. You would rather just stop. Trust me, I've been there. No, your best days are yet to come. Your best days are not behind you. They are yet to come. And that's a promise from God. I have plans to prosper you, to give you a future and a hope, a future. And so your best days are not behind you. Stop going back to that ex. Stop going back to those friends. Stop going back to those habits. Your best days are yet to come. And so I don't know who needs to hear that. I did. But stop looking behind you. Your best days are to come. If you would stay focused on becoming that person ahead, think ahead. Everything's always above and ahead with God. God is always speaking to the answer to a problem. He's not interested in staying here and so if you give him the wheel and let him fight your battle and you rest in your faith in him you will begin to see the difference the change in yourself look back at you two five years ago you're completely different you've allowed god to touch your heart and so don't lose faith it's coming it's already done but sis you got to start disciplining yourself and becoming the woman that can receive it And so I pray this strengthens you. I pray that this encourages you. And thanks again for listening 26 episodes in, child. I'm excited. And next week I have a lovely, lovely announcement for you. I'm so excited. I can't wait to tell you about it. I will tell you next week. I promise. Let me pray us out. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for being with us today. I thank you for delivering motivation and encouragement and inspiration to your people through the story of Gideon, Lord. We thank you for helping us become who you see us to be. And we thank you for removing any blocks or hindrances and increasing our discernment in what could keep us from what you have for us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Next week, a big announcement, okay? Follow us. If you're not a member, become a member at herpromisecircle.com. Let us encourage you and strengthen you. 
on your journey. And I hope to see y'all next week.